y'all, and welcome to the very first episode of the No Bullshit Health and Fitness Podcast with Coach Lacey. You guys, I am so grateful for those of you that are here and listening, and for those of you who have encouraged me to start this podcast, probably because you guys are sick of hearing me rant on my Instagram stories. So I think that this will be a better place to really dive deep into some of the things that I want to talk about to shed light on the sustainable, realistic, and balanced ways to live a healthy um, lifestyle. And so this episode is morally going to be an intro. Some of you may know a lot about me, but I think that you might learn some things that you don't know about me. And for those new listeners, just to give them a little bit of information about who I am, my background, my Um, journey in fitness and as a fitness coach kind of leading up to this moment I suppose and so uh, I'll also talk about the goals and the missions of this podcast which I think are also really important what everybody can kind of expect from listening in and so you guys I'm so grateful for you everybody that encouraged me to do this I hope you are here. I appreciate every single one of you. I would also appreciate if you would share this podcast with somebody that you think would benefit from it, maybe a family member, a friend, uh, a coworker, and subscribe to the page so that you don't miss anything and even leave a review if it's something um, that you have time to do. And so really, without further ado, this episode probably won't be super long, um, but I definitely want to give you a little bit of a background. So my name is Lacey Bland. Um, I am the owner of Lace Fit Fitness, LLC. You can find me on Instagram at uh, lacefit underscore fitness. I've been doing this for about three years now, but I want to give you a little bit of background of who am I. Um, I am a mom of a amazing three-year-old little boy. I am a wife. I have been together with my husband now for 15 years. We have been married for, oh my It'll be 10 this upcoming year, so we're definitely getting up there. If he's lucky, I'll re-sign the contract. I always kid with him about that. We also have a boxer dog. We've had them in the past, so I guess you could call me a boxer mom, even though they are all a little bit crazy. Um, And some things that people might not know about me is I am the only child. So technically, I do have a half-sister. She was never really around much. I've only met her like one time and so definitely wasn't a huge part of my life unfortunately. So with that being said, I am basically the only child, grandchild, great-grandchild, and niece on both sides of my family. And you know, I always kind of hesitate to share that because you always get the people that are like, oh, she was spoiled, oh, this. And you know, for a a long time in my life, I, I absolutely was very spoiled. Um, up until about my mom and dad's divorce and things definitely changed, which in a general sense, looking back was probably a positive thing, you know, kind of got that swift kick in the butt of, you know, not getting everything I wanted anymore and things kind of shifting, which gave me a different perspective on life, which I always really, really like. And, uh, so I also always tell people, you know, that part of it was really cool kind of being the only person, but with that, you also get, you know, I didn't have a sibling, you know, when I got in trouble, I didn't have anybody to kind of kick it with at home. So I definitely made a lot of friends. I have my best friend, Melissa, whom I met, oh geez, oh Pete, um, sixth grade, Melissa, she'll kick me for not remembering all of it, but I met her in the sixth grade, and we've been best friends now for about 25 years, so 
um, definitely established some sister-like connections growing up. So technically did have a sister through my best friend, which was really nice. Uh, as I continued to get older, it was really a lot of pressure. I was the only everything. My mom has uh, two brothers. They had no kids. So it was really kind of everybody looking down on me to, not down on me, but looking at me to go to college and, you know, really make some success out of my life. And I think it did give me a push, but it also created a lot of pressure. Um, and so there was that aspect of the only childness that kind of came along with that as well. So, um, I love everything outdoors. If you follow me, you know that I love to hunt and fish, um, really just be outside anything that we can do out there get out there I think that nature is such a healing place to be uh so really I'm a goofy person and a very forward person when taking the approach to health and fitness in a very genuine and passionate way um if you followed me on Instagram that was kind of why everybody was like you need to start a podcast um that's why the name of this podcast is the no bullshit health and fitness podcast because sometimes I tend to be a bit unfiltered um not in a way that's filthy really foul language sometimes I drop an f-bomb that's for sure um, but in a general aspect, it's morally because I take a very forward approach to the truth. Um, I say things that need to be said sometimes that people don't like to hear. I guess you could call them hard truths. So we'll probably hear that a lot on this podcast um, when we're talking about, you know, living a balanced and healthy lifestyle. But also when it comes to meeting goals, how sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Um, and then I also really love putting myths and fad dieting to shame. And so we'll all get a little bit of that here as well. Um, so kind of like my journey leading up to my fitness journey, I guess you could say, is my mom actually competed in my high school years. She did the uh, fitness competitions. She was a figure competitor. And I was always really interested in it, but I was very busy as in high school. Like I played sports year round. Um, I was constantly moving in practice at games. So weight was never really an issue for me at that point. I basically ate whatever I wanted and I was very active. Um, even outside of sports, gosh, our girlfriends were always getting together playing sports outside or it was never like sitting in ever. And so I think that weight was never really an issue. I watched my mom and was she was definitely somebody that I looked up to and I thought what she was doing was so cool. But I it, really at that phase of my life, I couldn't get dedicated to it. I was under 18 years old, you know, I was with my friends, um, but it really sparked my interest, you know, watching her do what she was doing, the things that she was able to do with her body and the way she was so disciplined with her food was amazing to watch. And so I think my interest was kind of sparked there, but it wasn't until graduating high school, I was offered uh, several scholarships for both basketball and softball. And at that point, I was just really burned out. I had played sports from such a young age, very competitively. Um, I was a first team all athlete all through high school. Like it just, I was just kind of over it. And so I turned down these scholarships, um, still went to college, of course. And you could say I gained my freshman 15. Like, you have to just imagine all of that activity completely went away. I was no longer running every day and doing, you know, hour and a half, two hour practices and then hitting games at nighttime and doing extra stuff outside of that with friends. I completely stopped all activity, but continued to eat the same. Um, and it definitely came on pretty quick. And I remember 
think it was like the end of my first year of college, I looked at my boyfriend, who's my husband now, and, you know, kind of played the blame game, you know, try to kind of get him caught up in some, some sticky situation. And I was like, how did you let me get like this? And he was like, well, I don't know what you mean. And I just remember I had like this closet and I was looking in the mirror and I had just never seen that body before. And I think that it had just spiraled so out of control. I didn't really think about it. Like I hadn't, I had noticed like my clothes didn't fit the same. And, you know, I definitely didn't feel as energetic and all of this stuff. I was sitting in a classroom all day and I just remember looking in the mirror and being like, how did I get here? And I kind of looked at Cody and that's my husband and I was, and I kind of blamed it on him. You know, I was like, why haven't you said anything, you know? And of course he's an amazing individual. And he says, you know, you're always beautiful to me. You look great. And I could just tell, like, I was not happy, like with the way that I looked and really it wasn't even with the way that I looked, but the way that I feel, uh, at that point. But really looking back, I was mainly fixated. And I think that this was kind of the beginning of kind of like my yo-yo journey in a sense of my looks really. Like I wasn't really thinking at that time, you know, 18, it was like this point, almost 19 years old, like, oh, I want to have more energy. And, you know, I was still young and pretty energetic and feeling good. I was just really disappointed with the way that I looked. So, of course, I, I turned to my mom and I'm like, hey, like, can you help me? She had been through these competitions and that actually sparked my first competition. So uh, I had actually trained for my first competition. I think I lost like, oh, my geez, quite a bit of weight. Um and competed in my first show. It was a it was a less professional show here that they had in town, ran by an old IFBB pro, um, and I took first place in that. It was no big thing. I think I competed against like two or three other girls. It was pretty casual, um, but definitely got me where I was. And uh, shortly after that, I prepped for another show and ended up having some uh, stuff with college come up that I had to take care of. I was like almost in peak week for that one. And then I ended up competing again after that. When I was 24, I think was how old I was in my last competition. Um, and so I had competed, basically trained for three, competed in two. I took third in that one. And that was a legit show. The NGA show I competed in figure as well for that one and I think that you know it really built a structured framework as far as the dedication that it takes to really see the results that you want so I definitely don't want to dock my competing journey the competing part of this journey I don't want to like discredit it because it absolutely built a foundation of like I mean, you had in competition prep, you guys, it's not like a lifestyle. Like you literally can't have cheats and certain things like it is balls to the walls. You're showing up every single day. Like you're not like, oh, well, something came in the way. No, it like takes full front. You have to be spot on all the time. You're getting up on stage to be judged on your physique next to a bunch of girls. Like that's the name of the game. That's what you're signing up for. You don't just not do the work. And so it was very extreme would be the word that I would use. And with that, I learned so much stuff, right? Like I learned how to prep food and what protein was and, um, and adjust though. I didn't know about my food. Like I didn't know why I was losing weight. Basically I had a trainer. She gave me a meal plan. I followed that and that was it. I put in my body what she told me to put in my body 
I seen results. I showed up to my show. I competed and I walked off and I had no education of what the hell just happened. None. And that was fine in that moment, but also I would always rebound from those competitions. So it's very normal, right? To gain weight back. It's in, in, competition and competing it's not healthy to stay at that weight or that low of calories now that I'm more educated and know what was happening it literally is not healthy to stay that weight but it wasn't like I was getting a proper reverse diet so I basically would hire this coach for that part and then after it was like send you on your own and I would gain not like 10 pounds like 20 30 pounds back in a very short duration of time because I was in such a a low caloric deficit and I, I wasn't understanding the process. And so then I would get miserable again and I would go, I started getting really obsessed with food and I would come out of prep and I would pretend like I was still in prep and I would keep eating those things. And then I would just blow it because I would realize that whatever I was doing. And at that point I didn't realize it was just because I was eating significantly low calories. It wasn't sustainable for me. And then I would go through these cycles of being so burned out. I would gain 30 pounds back. Um, and then I would compete again and then I would gain 30 pounds back and then I would compete again. And I kept repeating this cycle. Um, and after my last one, I was like completely over it. I was like, you know, I'm tired of having to pack my, my food everywhere I go. I carried like this huge ass, like six pack bag thing around with me in my classroom. I'd, you know, open up, it would have broccoli and boiled eggs and I'd stink out the whole room and I would take my own food to the pizza parlor. And I was like, I just had no understanding of what was going on. I was getting what I needed to compete, but I was not getting what I needed to understand really how all of this worked. And at this point, um, I was 20, I was 24. I really got burned out and I did like a year of really nothing at all. Um, I didn't really compete. Um, I didn't really train at all. I kind of just focused on school, of course, gained all this weight back. And then when I was about 26 years old, 25, 25, 26 years old, I kind of just started going through the motions again. I showed up at the gym, you know, started doing cardio again, doing a little bit of lifting and just kind of watching what I ate. And of course some weight came off. Um, but I was always in the cycle of like, dude, literally restricting and binging, like, cause I just had no education. So I would do good all week, you know, prep out my food on Sunday, you know, do the, the game plan. And then when the weekends would come, I was going plain out savage, you know, it was just like, I deserve this treat. Um, you know, I'd restrict all week, not have any treats, you know, just super low calorie and then be binging on the weekends. And in the moment I wasn't understanding that that's the cycle that I was going through per se. Um, until now, now that I have more education. And so, you know, it was never really sustainable. Like I, I was managing weight. Okay. But definitely not where I wanted to be. Surely not healthy. Um, in a phase where we were drinking a lot and those types of things. And I did that for a while. Um, and then I got pregnant and, uh, it was my very first pregnancy. I had no clue that I was pregnant, um, and had a miscarriage and it devastated our family because Cody and I had been together for so long. I had always talked about being pregnant and really in, at that day and age, I think at that point I had just turned 27. Um, I didn't even know miscarriage was a thing. So we were so excited. We told all of our family, I was like five weeks pregnant. Um, and then about a week later, of course, everything happened and it was just completely heart wrenching to us. And I went through a phase for a while after that where I was super depressed, um, kind of drank a whole lot, um, not like alcoholic, but a lot on the weekends and just kind of trying to hide that pain. 
And then I realized after about two or three months of doing that, that we wanted to try again. So of course, cut back on the alcohol. And after that miscarriage, it took us 12 uh, months to get pregnant. And that's when I got pregnant with Brody. And I was so terrified at first that I, um, like, I didn't even really want to believe it. We didn't really share it with the family. And then I think like nine weeks came and I was like, pretty sure this one's going to stick. And that's when I really started getting more interested in not only my looks per se and what I look like externally, but really what was going in my body, um, how this restricted binge cycle was, you know, hurting me. Um, and all of that and took a course, got certified and, and got a lot of education through that. But I also started finding people as I was pregnant. I started finding people who had been in fitness. That was their specialty while being pregnant postpartum. And I started just really plucking away. Um, I got certified in not only my certified, like my personal trainer's license, but also, uh, specializations in nutrition, um, and and I just started learning and then I just fell in love. And it's so funny because I had joked for years prior to this going through college. So at this point, I, I was still going through college. I think I, I graduated college when I was like 25, 24, 25. And uh, I always used to joke with Cody that I was going to pay all this money for all this money for college and a high paying job and end up being a health and fitness coach. And I, we would always laugh. And it's so funny now to look back on that and see where I'm at because that's literally where we currently are, right? I actually ended up quitting my high paying job and starting this. And it all started with getting pregnant with Brody. Um, I got pregnant with Brody and I got a lot more serious about not only just getting shredded and cutting and slashing calories and yo-yo dieting and fads and, you know, all of these fad diets that hit the market. But really, what is this all about? How can I take care of myself and my overall health while I'm pregnant with my son, help watch my weight for overall health reasons and start to really understand this as a whole? And that's when, you know, education came into play um, and all of that stuff. And then Brody came along and um, I remember looking at Cody and I was like, I'm not going back to my high paying job. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going back to my high paying job. I'm just, I want to be at home with my kid. And that, at that very point, I had been on maternity leave for like two years or two years, two months. And I did a lot of searching, right? Like I was stalking all the people that I wanted to be like, that's when I found the online space. I was learning so much about this health and fitness journey. And at the same time, at about two months postpartum, because I ended up with an emergency C-section, um, I had to wait a long time and I gained quite a bit of weight. Um, and I started my health and fitness journey in a much more healthy way. And that's when I was introduced to macros, that in the long run helped me develop even more education around food, why things were working, why these numbers were working, why you can't be in a diet phase all the time, why you can't slash calories down to 1,200, what your body actually needs just to live per day. Like These are all the things that I started learning by following people, listening to my body, and starting to track macros. And I kept digging, and I ended up finding um, actually Erin Diamond, uh, fitness and I, she was basically a business coach. And so I started doing coaching on the side. So I started losing some weight 
postpartum. I had always posted about my fitness journeys, no matter how, you know, up and down and yo-yo-y they were. Of course, everybody's always attracted to the looks. So as long as there was a picture on my Instagram that made me look good, people wanted to purchase my services. And you guys, my services started literally from the bottom, like Excel Excel sheets, Word documents, like nothing super fancy like it is now. Um, but it got me started and that's what sparked my interest. I was now on this postpartum journey. I had learned more than ever, not only about how to lose weight, but why it works, the actual hormonal aspects, breastfeeding, the breastfeeding portion with losing weight through tracking macros. Um, I had signed up for a program through a coach that helped me significantly. And then I was like, damn, I'm going to do this. Like I'm learning so much and I want to now, this is kind of like the fast track version, you guys, but I want to now help other moms and even people that were, were, were not moms where I was before when I was stuck in this repetitive motion. I wanted to help these people understand that they can make this a lifestyle and they didn't have to go to extremes and that there was a balance and that the things that sometimes we're fed are unrealistic and unsustainable for marketing purposes and they're not overall healthy for you and so I really got passionate and ended up finding I'll jump back because I kind of jumped forward I'll get better at this you guys I promise um I found Erin Diamond and Jordan Duggar first it was Erin and I started stalking her page and she was a coach for coaches. So she helped coaches create an online business to train clients. Um, and they ran a group called IFCA. Um, and I actually, one day I finally put in my nose for my job. I was like, I have to do something right. Like you guys, I, Cody and I, people always, this might be a TMI on the first episode, but we don't really share money. So we're on, we're on each other's things, but we split the bills. We don't fight that way. It just works for us. But I remember through my maternity leave paying off some of the bills and like, I literally blew through so much of my savings and I'm thinking my back is against the wall. I have to take action. So I ended up filling out an application for IFCA and the day of my call, I canceled because I was scared. So, you know, I was looking, it was like, are you ready to invest? Like, I just really wasn't sure what I was walking into. Boom, I canceled. And I kept stalking Erin for like another two weeks. And I remember she kind of reached out to me and she was like, hey, I seen you filled out the um, application, but then you canceled the call. I ended up rescheduling the call and actually hopped on. Cody and I had talked about it and next thing you know, it was a large investment and it was really like my back was against the wall. Like I wanted to do this. Cody listened in on the call. We decided to do it and I signed up for their 12 weeks, 12 week business program. And that's when I developed my business, um, my programming, Lace Fit Fitness, uh, my own branded app to start coaching, um, people online. And so that's kind of how I got where I was. Now I've been doing that for about three years. And in that time, have I not only grown, oh my God, you guys, so much around understanding nutrition in so many different aspects of life. Um, Now even more digging into hormonal stuff like PCOS, Hashimoto's, autoimmune stuff, um, hyperthyroidism. There's a lot of them out there, Um, but also about all other biofeedback areas and really learned a lot through my experience of coaching over hundreds of women, um, my own journey and several business coaches later, here we are. And I love educating um, and the people who have urged me to do this podcast know that as well. I love providing value when I can. And so that is why I'm here. 
And so that's kind of like a fast track, you guys, honestly, because I don't want to bore you. You know, I know people want to be here for the health and fitness tips um, and all of that stuff. But really, that's a little bit of background on me. Also, why I'm so passionate about helping people. I absolutely love what I do. I cannot ask for a better career choice. It's just funny that I actually used to joke about it and now here we are living it fully. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. As far as the the podcast goes, you guys really, I guess like the goal, the mission that I have is basically to just shed light on like a sustainable, realistic and balanced way of health and fitness as a lifestyle. Um, I'm a very big, I've, I've morphed really into overall lifestyle coach. I definitely want to give people results, right? You can have weight loss and fat loss, um, and a healthy lifestyle that's balanced, that doesn't have to be extreme. And that's really kind of like my forte. And so I'm really here to shed light on that, like the sustainability, like of what sustainability really looks like, um, kind of realistic, expectations and the balance that you need to kind of see the results you want, but live a healthy lifestyle and still have fun, if that makes sense. So basically the No BS Health and Fitness Podcast just is taking a real approach to debunking myths um, around the health and wellness space, providing you guys with the helpful tools, tips, um, and mindset challenges. Like I love to challenge people's mindset um, that will help you overall take action towards a forever healthy and fit lifestyle. That's really the goal here. Um, And so I am just so happy to be here. This one might be a little rough. um, And so definitely getting used to this. I look forward to creating more episodes with you guys. I appreciate every single one of you. And I think that that is a wrap on the first episode of the No Bullshit Health and Fitness Podcast with Coach Lacey. Thank you so much. And we'll chat with you next time.